you've taken your first step into a larger world. The Force will be with you. Always. Welcome to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, a journey from the Phantom Menace to the rise of Skywalker. Now, here are your hosts, Calvin, Andy, and Wyatt. Hello there. Welcome to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, a journey from the Phantom Menace to the rise of Skywalker, one arc at a time. I'm Calvin. I've seen a lot of Star Wars. I'm Wyatt. I've seen uh, a lot of Star Wars as well. I'm Andy. I've seen a little bit of Star Wars for today's Starbucks drink. Oh, we're just... We're we're gonna hop into it. We're hopping into yeah. it. So so I feel like it's appropriate to do. Okay, I was torn because I was like I was like oh we're definitely gonna do fives. But then I was like man Clovis, we might have to do Clovis's drink. Actually, I it came up with it just in my mind. So we'll do both. Fives um, has so no f- idea what a Starbucks is. But no, but <laughs> what he does, I I think if fives were to go to Starbucks and get a drink, he would get five shots of espresso, uh, over ice. Oh, that's cute. He is that, a, that's he does he have his, his name tattooed on his face. So yeah, yeah I think. Oh my god, is fives is fives just Vi from Arcane? Actually, actually, that would be so funny to see um <laughs> fives drawn in the Arcane style with the tattoo like on his cheek, like Vi has it. And then I don't watch I Arcane, so you you gotta watch Arcane. So good. So I just moved my chair so I could be on level with the camera. But <laughs> and the other the other one, so Clovis. We have an Irish cream cold brew. I feel like Clovis would get that. That's it. I'm glad he was in these episodes. When I saw when I was looking at the document, I was like, oh, look at who's here. Yeah, he's he's one of the most surprising like, wow, they brought back that guy, even though yeah, it like really I- makes <laughs> I, I like that they did. Um, Calvin and I were talking briefly in the uh, when we were waiting for you to wake up that <laughs> that it's like a. It's it's almost like a redo and a better take on the Anakin is jealous episode from season two because the crew is out of fucks to give. So he just nearly beats him to death with his metal hand instead of doing or just like rotating the ship. So he falls a bit. The The, the comedy is gone and it's just like a, a, a an awful. <laughs> it's such a it's one of the wildest like I think one of the best done. But one of the wildest episodes of Clone Wars is that middle Clovis one. Yeah. Absolutely. It's um, just full on unhinged Anakin and Yep. And then we he's do the, right uh, and I'm obsessed with him. We should yeah, do, we the, do the uh, the recap. Yeah, yeah. do the recaps. So I, I got a lot to say. I did also want to say that a few weeks ago I guest starred in an episode of Gold Squadron Gaze, a wonderful podcast hosted by Bradley. We discussed the Book of Boba Fett, episode two. If you haven't already given them a listen please give them a listen they are awesome i loved having a conversation with them and you can listen to them anywhere that podcasts are streaming they also use anchor so they are everywhere that we are we discussed the book of boba fett episode two and i got to nerd out about dune so that was fun anyway yeah all right so first up on first as a star wars podcast this week we watched a conspiracy no we watched the unknown conspiracy fugitive orders an old friend the rise of clovis and crisis at the heart these are the first seven episodes of season six so in the conspiracy arc while fighting the Separatists, Clone Trooper Tuck goes rogue and murders a Jedi in Fives, and Rex take him to Kamino for inspection. Fives does some investigating and discovers that Tup's malfunction was one in his inhibitor ship, one that induces programming to kill the Jedi, to, to kill rogue Jedi, rather. While Fives tried to convince the Chancellor and the Jedi Council about the danger of the inhibitor ships, he has to go on the run and is killed as Anakin and Rex finally find him. Fives. Fives dies and talks about how the great mission is finally complete. And then in the Bonteri arc, I, this is the arc where Lux comes back, right? I don't know what to call it. Padme is sent to broker a new deal with the banking clan, but Lux Bonteri comes to her and claims that the banking clan is bankrupt and lying about it. They investigate to Anakin's chagrin and discover this to be true. Lux Bonteri is appointed the new head of the banking clan, and he flirts with Padme, and Anakin, in a jealous rage, beats him up. Bonteri discovers that Dooku is actually using him as a pawn in his schemes, 
but unfortunately dies before he can stop Dooku without the Republic intervening in the banking clan's affairs. In the end, Palpatine is put in charge of the banks. It's it's a it's yeah. a complex thing. Yeah. It's honestly better to I mean it's sort of we're going to do uh, uh we're going to be able to talk about all of them cuz this this is one of those like what was it the the Mandalore arc where we were just like there's so much shit going on here. Yeah. yeah. And this one's even more confusing, especially from your end, Andy, I'm sure. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel yeah, you're like... just going to ask questions and we're just going to have to look at you and not say anything. <laughs> yeah. Or um, repeat Republic propaganda to you from the chancellor. Um, <laughs> yeah. There yeah. is no war in Ba Sing Se. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, the okay. conspiracy arc. So so let's let's hop into it now. Um, it's crazy. It's cr- first of all devastating, absolutely yeah. devastating because I love fives. I love I, fives, and a, you get clones and a monkey's paw curls, and instead you get every time you get clone content. Now it's just the angstiest, most the sad. Worst. They die. They die. Episode. And I think I think that these two arcs are really like amped up and it's very clear that we are it's they're not fucking around anymore they are driving straight towards revenge of the sith with everything going on oh yeah and so so it all feels very consequential i remember when so this was this is post season five so we're in the weird era of clone wars where this was like the show was already canceled when these episodes came out the reason they exist at all is because the lead time on animation production is so long that when they were canceled they had these done basically Mm-hmm. So they had to do like a month of work to finish them, which Disney let them do. And they released it on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. In 2014, I think. And it was wild because I remember when they released the cl- they were the first clip they showed us of these episodes was top killing Tiplar. And I everyone was just like, oh, <laughs> hold on. They're do they're they're going like really hard. And that was really frustrating at the time because. I I have such a weird feeling about Clone Wars season six. It's really interesting to watch them knowing the series gets finished because it was so frustrating to get these episodes and like like not have the series end as it was supposed to. It's like you guys were doing so many cool things, like exactly what you said, where it's like everything feels so consequential and then it just ended. But that's that's some out of universe stuff. But let's talk about the in universe. I feel so like. I think it's so awesome that we are finally, finally, especially with like, because the last arc we saw was Ahsoka being framed for something she did not do. And so we're finally seeing. So that was very much like the Republic isn't good. The Republic is not a good entity and neither are the Jedi. And I think that's the first time when we like we've obviously known these things and had suspicions. But that but Ahsoka leaving was the first thing that like solidified like this this is fucked up. Like, what is happening is wrong. And then these two... Well, first of all, like, with with the corruption arc, the implications of that are huge. I mean, essentially... Which one? The Clovis one? Oh, I mean, um, sorry, sorry, sorry. The... 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 Conspiracy? The conspiracy. Conspiracy, conspiracy. It's it's one of those that doesn't have a... A lot of the Clone Wars arcs have good titles. This one doesn't. Doesn't, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um... (laughs) Ray, that's not Ray your fault it's it's what it's called but it's i think the least descriptive of it the the big but the thing is is like they have these chips in their brain right all of the clones have that and at some point something's gonna happen and all of the clones are going to kill the jedi like right like that's clearly what it is hinting at that's probably something that's going to come into fruition during revenge of the sith I would say, or like during season seven, but like, that's what happened with Tup, right? Is Tup, his chip malfunctioned and that's, that's definitely, what is it called? The, the something 66. That's what Palpatine was saying. Order 66 or something. Um, You guys are giving me that look of like, <laughs> ha ha ha. <laughs> uh, right. It, and so what? That's yeah. That's, that's, if you believe fives, that's what's going on. That is, I mean, that's definitely what is going on. And it's incredibly frustrating that we see this and we see that like Fives is uncovering this huge conspiracy, this huge true thing. And I think it's awesome that we're seeing this because also the clones have always felt too good to be true. It's wild, right? It's wild that as soon as we 
As soon no, as they just, needed an army, they were like, oh, Sifo-Dyas actually prepared for this. Well, yeah, I was what? just I was That's watching that this morning and yeah. then I decided, wait, I really need to go back and like rewatch Attack of the Clones and watch these scenes with Nala Say and Lama Sue and Kenobi and, and Obi-Wan and how, you know, they explain away the fact that there is just a ready-made clone army and they kind of don't. No. It's just like... So- yeah, yours. It's it's here, ready to pick up a million, uh, hundred thousand with million more on the way. And if this is like, if if season six has sort of a a theme, that's it. Because I remember we're gonna deal with this too later in the season. I just remembered that like the the mystery of the clones is definitely dealt with here. And it it is like what I think is was interesting watching this is that the uh the I don't think the Kaminoans know that Tyrannus is Dooku. Like when they're talking to him, they only call him Tyrannus, which is his Sith name. And he's got and the hood on, too. And he's got the hood on, which is like which is in Star Wars is the Clark Kent glasses. Yeah. Like you just have to accept that even though it's extremely obviously Palpatine under the is. hood. Yeah. Nobody knows that. And it's 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 like they, they get face blindness. But so I, I think it's the this is to me where the Camino ones become interesting. They're yeah. they, they were never interesting to me before this arc starts with them and then further content in the future will uh also be interesting with them i i really like that because i it's 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 sort of a meme that nala say sucks shit because she got fives killed and Mm -hmm. i i forgot that i forgot how much she does suck in this i think this this whole episode this whole group of episodes is frustrating because it's just like we uncovered something so deep and serious that now no one knows about. And, and I kind of I'm mad at Shock T a little bit. I'm like, Shock T, if you had tried just a little harder, mm-hmm. I feel like things wouldn't have ended up the way they did. But also, you know, whatever. Yeah, she definitely is showing the like the limits of the compassion the Jedi have for the clones yeah. in this, even though she like advocates for fives and is clearly like. Uh, the closest to a good guy of the like people messing with fives yeah. life in these. Yeah. I mean, she's the one who is uh, the only one on Camino at this moment, besides other clones who refer to fives with his actual name rather than CT 5555. Yeah. And she makes that, they make that point to show her being but like, this is your name, right? Yeah. But it's interesting too, though, to like compare that to the last time we saw Shakti and Camino in the way back at the beginning with the clone yeah. cadets with fives and the, when Domino, the Domino squad, squad was alive. Uh, speaking of, that's the last Domino. Yep. <laughs> yep. We finally got here. Been waiting for the, waiting for to say that since, uh, <laughs> like the, what, that third episode of the yeah. podcast? I'm like, yeah. oh, these, these guys third are toast. Rest in peace to Domino Squad. And Fives definitely, definitely has the most heartbreaking death. But I also love that, like, when he's trying to explain it to Anakin and Rex, that he sounds nuts. He sounds yeah. crazy. Like, he, it, it, you can see why Rex and Anakin, who are in that point basically neutral observers, Rex Rex thinks is one of his best friends has lost it and then has yeah. to watch him die. And Anakin's like, man, I like this guy. What the fuck happened to him? It's such a good use of, like, dramatic irony. I and and I I I I like these episodes way more this time. I have in the past not really liked this as a follow up to the very like to the Ahsoka arc because I'm just yeah. like it's fucking fugitives on Coruscant again in the underworld. We're just doing the plot of an episode. I remember watching it in real time, being like this this isn't as as good as I thought it was. But rewatching it, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I I felt. I really felt that though when Fives was was just sounded so crazy and I I was like shouting at my TV like calm the fuck down. <laughs> I was like calm down they're not going to listen to you when you're crazy. And then he said that thing about the nightmare and I'm not really sure what they're referring to with that. Both him and Tup said kind of the same thing when they were dying where they were like yeah the nightmare is over. Are the clones having a co- like collective nightmare? Is this a part of the chip? I think that's the implication. I don't remember yeah. if this is ever brought up again. I do know that it's definitely the two that have the chip out. Yeah. Fives and Top have like, yeah. I think certain all of big, the things I want to say I can't in the future yeah. when he gets yeah. certain I was like, things, all the things happening I, I want to, to him mentions about, it in the future, say. but. I Just, can't say okay. for certain. Yeah. Okay. Well, 
Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but it's definitely, I think, implied to be that, like, the chip does affect them and that they sort of, it's it's like a, a level of awareness of their own sinister purpose, potentially, that, like, they they dream about a, a, a terrible mission and when the chip is removed, they're just a they're just a person. It also, I think, is just sort of, I, I think also Fives at that point knows he's going to die and is sort of like, he's free of everything at that point. He did everything he could to try to try to yeah. save all of his brothers. Yeah. And the appearance of it, too, of him. I mean, it only adds credibility to the fact that the inhibitor chip inhibits the wildness of Django Fett. Yeah. I, I really like the droid that he hangs out with in Easy. these episodes. I think that droid, I was like, I'm, I'm just not, I'm still not really like an R2 fan, you know, like whatever. This droid is funny. I feel so like this droid is So you only like neurotic. droids with voices. AZ, well, so AZ, AZ is what they wanted Whack to be from the droid arc, I think. Yeah. They, they, they. Is that the red one? The, 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 the one pit that droid that talked that Calvin yeah, hates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> but they're both like goofy small droids that are just sort of that that talk in a, a similar manner and one of them really doesn't work for the episodes he's in but az is such a good counterpart to fives in this because i also think it's interesting that fives in his basically his quest to save his brother's humanity is accompanied by a droid who yeah. like who a just keeps saying stuff like he he tells them all the he tells them like oh yeah they're gonna kill you or no, they're gonna they're gonna wipe your memory and make you a janitor. So funny. I do. Literally so fucking funny. Wait, I just want to say there's this one joke that he makes where like five says something and he's like, oh, I always wanted to have human emotions. But I don't buy it just yeah. <laughs> runs off. It's so fucking funny. I lost it watching that. It cracked me up. Yeah, yeah, definitely one of the, <laughs> and I think necessary because otherwise this would have been an enormous, enormously downer arc. Like, oh yeah, on the yeah. levels of the Mandalore arc, where it's like, oh man, they just keep doing murder. I also like. I think my individual favorite episode is the first one though, and it like, I I I just like it's one of the last times we get a classic like space battle kind of thing uh, the old-fashioned clone wars battle at the very beginning was cool because they the animation team's just flexing and then everything changes when tup shoots tiplar yeah and like it's almost uh, you can feel the the tenor of the series changing even like even even from like just in the the last <laughs> the last episodes we've watched the arcs have been the mandalore arc where savage and satine die the ahsoka leaves arc this and then the Anakin and Padme breakup arc. Like, that is so wild. And it's weird to watch them in a row happen because in real life, they were separated by over a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and we never thought we'd get these uh, episodes. I was looking up, too, because I remember there being weirdness. They were released early in Germany, like a, like two weeks early in German on their like whatever the the release deal they didn't have it they didn't have it on german netflix they had it on like an actual tv channel and i remember that vaguely about like well everyone knows fives died but it's in german <laughs> but it is in german so <laughs> um it, this is just such a weird era when we get to we get to an, the next show they make after which is not the next show we'll be watching but the next show they make after clone wars there's other like broadcast weirdness with it I watched all of that was Calvin. That's Rebels. I watched all of Rebels online in our yeah. in our dorm room the final season because it wasn't that. it wasn't it was barely airing on TV anymore. Yeah, and also um, being in the dorm kind of you know hindered that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think one of the really interesting things about the first episode was that they chose to have sister Jedi, like. Like, right? Like, they're, are they sister-sisters? They, it's, it's heavily implied, that, yeah, that they're twins, right? And I thought that that was really cool, just that this whole... We don't see a ton yeah. of, like, families in, in, like, Star Wars, in Clone Wars. I feel like we often don't see that sort of blood relationship, but the clones have a blood relationship. The clones, for all intents and purposes, they are brothers. They call it, you know, they call each other brothers, but they all have the same DNA. So it's not even like 
no, we're just saying that, like, how the Jedi are brothers to each other. But they, like, are brothers. They come from the same father, if we're going to describe Django in that way. Yeah, I mean, Django, Django is becomes a father, at least to Boba, who's to Boba. a clone. Mm-hmm. But he's, like, technically so. the father of all the clones. And I think it's cool. Like, that is, like... Of all the clones, well, in all of their individuality, I think the thing that collectively defines the clones the most is their brotherhood. Not their service to the Republic, not their loyalty to the Jedi, but the love that they share for each other. And so I think having the choice to have the Jedi that Tup kills have her sister there and have her sister witness it was really interesting. I thought that yeah. was just well, like, kind then- of a cool choice. And then the whole thing is set off by Fives refusing to let Tup just be treated as Kaminoan yeah. property. Like he he fights for his friend individually and then Tup dies, unfortunately. But he continues fighting for him even after his death. He fights for the rest of his brothers, even though they and this is like even more fucked up than the clones chasing Ahsoka, I think, is the clones chasing Fives. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. ba- and the, the Coruscant Guard, I think it's a bad rap, but they're definitely the most sinister mm-hmm. clones. Yeah. They're they're the they're I was going to I was going to ta- mention this earlier when we were talking about uh, how the the these episodes are really showing the, the, that the Republic <laughs> and the Republic military in, spe- in particular sucks. We're like at that point, because when we start the show. We've got like sort of the World War II setup of the way World War II stories are told. We're like, OK, it's pretty obvious who the good guys and the bad guys are. Yeah. Like nobody's like really doing a whole lot of moral gray area with the Nazis. And so the people cast against them are un- unequivocally the heroes. And we're not in that sort of era of war storytelling anymore. Where This is way more of a modern war film. We see the like military industrial complex literally the big ass complex that they have starting in the Ahsoka arc, which is like personified by Tarkin. And in this, we see sort of the other side of that, which is the dehumanizing of the clones on Kamino. Like, and we see that it's not just that the Kaminoans are sort of weird and don't think their creations are like real people. It's no, they like, there's definitely actual sinister things going on in addition to them being kind of dicks. (laughs) And I like, um, I don't know, I like, I, I like that sort of evolution of how the show is talking about war and that we've seen pretty much since season four. Yeah, this set of episodes was hard to watch, honestly, yeah. even though, even though we had some comic relief, it was definitely really like mm-hmm. frustrating. I think these four episodes, I mean, I, every time something happens with the clones, I'm like, let's talk about the deserter. Um, but right like he's definitely got a a fucking chip in his head right like he's got a family he's got is he dead he died actually didn't he 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 did not die on screen he's as we know right what happens in the end of that episode what happens he he, they fight the droids he gets hurt i'm pretty sure rex fights off the droids saves their family and rides away from the farm never tells anybody about it Right. Okay. Right. That's the thing. That's the thing. Is that it Rex was like, says that like I probably won't remember any of this. And he's like, I'm he, not gonna. I'm not gonna snitch. I'm yeah. not gonna be a snitch. Yeah. 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 Okay. Although um, I, I think it is interest. I'm. I would be curious to like. I, I would. Sorry. Never mind. I can't say that. Go on. <laughs> he's definitely got a chip in his brain, right? Yes. And there's other clones there's definitely other clones out there whether they are deserters or whether they like we we met that clone yeah we yeah we met gregor like there's definitely clones who have been like missing in action who are like not actively fighting the clone wars at the moment just because something happens they've all got chips in their brain that are going to make them kill the jedi so not only are we going to have a bunch of clones being like Bop, bop, Anakin. But we also have clones in like random areas of the galaxy, and I'm like, man, what the fuck is gonna happen to them when this 66 thing goes off? Are they is is he going to leave? Is the deserter is Cut gonna leave his family? Like, wh- what is he gonna be like? Sorry, gotta gotta go. My two children and my loving wife. Yeah, yeah. and I'm sure we, we'll, we'll never I'm- find out because why would they go back to tell us about him? You will just have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they do. With it. Maybe they don't. 
Yeah. Well, and I I will say also like that we're not the chip's not going away. The chip is that this is the most no. important lore <laughs> thing introduced about clones. It's not yeah. going away. You will find out more. There will still be questions. It's 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 definitely a thing that a thing that will be mentioned again in the future. It is I also just... like it's a it's a in legends in the old stories. I will not say what happens with anything in the future, but I will say this is a, a concept introduced in the Clone Wars series. Like yes. none of the, the old stories in the old stories that were done, like when the prequels were coming out. No chips. Uh, we will talk. I, we can talk later when we when like other stuff happens about what we think about the there's definitely uh, there's a post revenge of the sith discussion about the agency of clones that i would i would be fascinated to have with you on the podcast i want to be very clear just as we're going to go into the next couple of episodes day one i was sus of palpatine day one you can look <laughs> at my notes for Phantom, he's in Phantom Menace, and I yeah. literally yeah. he's well, in no, Phantom the episode Menace. title for our episode on Phantom Menace is Palpatine is the imposter. Thank you, thank you. Like I from day one have known. I there was never there was never fooling me, and I'm sure he's in, and I'm sure that he's in the original trilogy, and that's why they're like we're not going to be slick about Palpatine being bad bad manned because. Everyone else knew it, except technically none of the characters did. So that's the only reason why it's like secret is because Anakin doesn't know and like Padme doesn't know. Also, oh, this is something I wanted to say. Fives, this is what fives could have done better. And we're going to, I want to walk through this for a moment because I was like, rip to you fives. We're victim blaming fives. (laughs) I would have done this differently. And here's the thing. As soon as you found this information, as soon as you did all of these things, you get the chip, you run the fuck away. And you do not go and t- talk to Palpatine, like, like talk going. And obviously, like, I can can know that I know that Palpatine's a bad person. So I know, like, do not fucking go to Camino, but like, find contact Padme. And I'm like, Padme would have listened. Padme would have listened. Padme would have had a conversation and talking. Also, even like even being like, I need to talk to the general bad anakin's stupid i love him to i love him like <laughs> he i hunts love him fives. so much he hunts fives because the republic tells him to he's a literal idiot he's a bootlicker and i love him <laughs> but he he's so stupid and we see how stupid he is in this next set of episodes yeah this is so... this is this is maybe the dumbest anakin even yeah. a topping attack of the clones this is maybe the dumbest anakin ever is. well anakin so is emotionally reeling right now though ahsoka yeah. has That's just true. left his mental state is not good i don't think oh, yeah. so I, and i was gonna say in rebuttal to you is that it's entirely possible that fives doesn't know who padme is but then i remembered he serves with the 501st and there's no way the whole legion doesn't know they're banging yeah yeah no absolutely absolutely fucking that is the hot gossip in the 501st is is anakin and padme real yes like so so he certainly knows padme he certainly knows the way that she is the other person obviously the other person the other root so so root number one Honestly, maybe not even root number one. I feel like, reeling it back, reeling it back, taking it back, take two. <laughs> what you do is you get out of there, get out of Camino, run, 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 run. Find Ahsoka. Because Ahsoka is the one who would listen. Ahsoka would listen, and then with Ahsoka to protect you and to be, because Fives is not good on his own. He needs somebody with him. Find Ahsoka, maybe find Ventress, because Ventress is also interesting and I think would be like, down to clown with this information um find ahsoka to hang out with find ventress and then have your little squad of misfits go and find padme and padme will listen and then together that's the dream team to overthrow the government and then actually i resolved star wars and that would would be the end of of this of everything there would never have been the original trilogy that's the story girl boss team of padme ventress and ahsoka and well, fives. I do, and I do fives. think this it's an interesting thing too because fives as even as fives is like wow the government is 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 bad he's still his loyalty to the republic like I think that was programmed into him undo undoes him because he does go to the supreme chancellor who he doesn't know anything about Palpatine he just knows he's his commander in chief he goes to the top like a soldier would even though he eventually realizes well shit everything's bad and then he Wrong goes rogue. And he also uh, he had he had limited options, but I agree that he should have if 
it would have been better if he'd gone rogue earlier. I also like who he meets Jesse right in the bar. Kix. Is it Kix? Okay. Kix. Uh, yeah, no, it is. It totally is because uh, they do another the the, the interesting things. There's an interesting thing about Kix that we'll, we'll talk about at the end of the show, I guess, because it happens in a book. <laughs> okay. But uh, it's I like that he. Because it's a, it, I like that we had another recognizable. I like that we have the Umbara clones coming back in this arc. Not all of them, but like Tops, a major character. We're sort of, and we are, we are rapidly killing all of our named clones. We are running out of named clones. Yeah, I think I, I think it's really only Kicks, Jesse, and Rex left, right? Yep. I mean, that's who's in uh, season seven. Yeah. That's all. That's the named clones uh, that we see in the five hundred first. Yep. Um, ah, but... don't die, my friends. Yeah, no, it's 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 wild because uh, I we spent a lot of the show. I spent a lot of the show waiting for you to get to Ambara to meet these clones. And then I forgot they all get marked. We all I die. Um, I, I so only fun. remembered I only remembered Hardcase dying um, and obviously fives. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a definitely a, a hugely consequential arc and you never have to watch it again. <laughs> this these these groups of episodes the this these what what did we watch eight episodes this seven week? seven episodes this group of episodes is the thing that has made me like i'm going to write star wars fan fiction and fix it <laughs> i'm not and i'm not even doing like this is i've literally i was literally like first of all i want to write star wars fan fiction where everything ends dies ends up fine. and andy is like i am going to become the joker <laughs> I literally <laughs> am going to fix Star Wars. I'm going to fix it, and it, and I we won't have to watch the rest of it because it'll be like actually, yeah. Andy's canon is the canon. <laughs> Sorry, Disney. Um, I'll start my own streaming service, Andy Plus, <laughs> to post my fan fiction. It's on. just your, um, your, it's just you your, sitting in front of your computer reading it aloud. Your, it's just so it, many yeah. whack ass Boba Fett stories. <laughs> Oh my god, we I literally keep seeing like stuff for the Boba Fett thing. Is it a show or is it a movie? It's a show. It's a show. It's a show. And I have to like avert my eyes. Yeah. Um because because I love him and I don't want anything spoiled for me about him specifically. Yeah. Uh the only thing I'll I guess spoiled for you really is that he is he is still alive at the point where he looks like Tamar Morrison now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also want to, this is separate, but we, we need to jump into the next set of episodes, but I also yeah. want to say, for Christmas, I got a set of Star Wars socks. They're like like a package of 15 Star Wars socks, and the idea is it's like 15 days of socks, so like every day you like pull open a little cardboard flap, and there's like a new pair of socks, mm -hmm. and I have- no, sock I, spoilers? I, no, I haven't opened them. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't and I literally like I'm gonna have to, like why I literally was gonna text you and be like I need you to bring these to your apartment so you can oh open them and, and just give me the tell you if you can have I the socks can. yeah <laughs> that's funny podcast compliant socks yeah oh. it's just like give me the pairs of socks that I can have as we go because they're they're Mandalorian socks technically like okay. they're, they're oh, like there's okay. like baby Yoda and so I, I opened the first pair of socks because my mom because my mom got them for me. And she was like, look at one of the pairs. I just want to see if they're nice quality. And I was like, like not looking at it. And it was just Baby Yoda. So okay. it was fine. Yeah. yeah. But I Most won't... Mandalorian merch is just Baby Yoda and his helmet. That's what I'm hoping. So yeah. I'm not going to open it. It's going to stay in its little box. <laughs> we've already seen Mandalorian helmets. We've seen we've seen Django and plenty all of, of those. the Death Watch. Yeah. So yeah, so I thought that's funny. Yeah. yeah, that is that is hilarious. All right, uh, a clone bar in this domestic episode. abuse on Cartoon I Network. Love, I love the clone. I love the clone bar. The clone bar is so good. Oh, I literally yes. was like, I'm going to build the clone bar in The Sims. Like that looks so cool and fun <laughs> to hang out in. Um, yeah, yeah. I I wish we. Uh, it would be very. I wish they had introduced that way earlier. Honestly. Um, We've talked extensively in the past about how Clone Wars really needed to some like sort of slice of life life episodes, mm -hmm. but the the clone bar just like even if it's not like but yeah on Coruscant what about Rex goes to the clone bar after the Ahsoka thing like there's so many stories of 
that I would love that are a little quieter about clones. And maybe you'll have to write it, Andy. I was just going to say <laughs> andyplus.com. <laughs> I, I really, but I, it is the only complaint I have about moving from the Ahsoka arc to this is that even though that Rex is such a minor character in both, and I, 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 he, he's way, way better utilized here. And, uh, but I would, it's, I, I need that. I need that Rex episode where he like sort of reckons with what the fuck is happening in his life right yeah. now. But yeah, let's, so let's, 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 let's talk, talk about, about uh, Clovis. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I do think it is funny given that Padme in canon got more horny for Anakin after he admitted to mass murder. Yeah, that's in Attack very of the true. Clones. And it is funny because this isn't even like a, okay, we've sort of, we've, we've moved past the crazy George Lucas area. This was still George stuff. So it's just a different take on them. And it is, I, I don't know. I, I, it's funny because I do like, we've talked about how you really like Anakin and Padme just as a ship. Um, I love that they break up. Like, I, I love that that happens. I love that all they have to do to break up is just padme says they're broken up because no one knows they exist their marriage is yeah. not true that's what so, i was thinking i was like they're literally yeah. like they break up like they're a normal couple like they are i think girlfriend. on naboo legally married and everybody's just keeping a secret or they're not like is what is padme's what what does padme's tax return look like what the fuck is yeah. going on but yeah like there's i guess the banking clan would know wouldn't they <laughs> yeah that honestly would <laughs> oh man now i kind of wish that that was part of like that the like that clovis like blackmail does he does he blackmail he her about he, anakin no no yeah no i didn't think so um i feel like i loved the scene with obi-wan the scene with obi-wan being like you know about me and satine you know we know you know we're allowed to have yeah. these feelings it's natural and he was like but you have to accept any relationship that emerges between clovis and padme yeah and well and it's an interesting thing because we don't the show has not and 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 no movie so far has really not confirmed how much obi-wan knows um like obi-wan absolutely knows some shit went down in attack of the clones and he assumes I think I think there's some old legends books and a, but I don't remember if in canon he assumes that Anakin and Padme had a fling and it ended it ended on Geonosis. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think it's an it's such a fascinating scene. I love Obi-Wan trying to be Anakin's dad about this particular thing because he is right. He is giving good advice. He is uniquely like it's so bad, though. It, it is it bounces off Anakin every time. He cannot find the right words to actually talk to Anakin about it because Anakin just like is like fucking Obi-Wan every time he brings it up. I am... And I, I really like I, I really like that sort of flaw in their relationship because it, just listen to Obi-Wan. He we've seen this now. He's he knows how to let go. <laughs> I think that I think I really think that Anakin should leave the Jedi Order. I really think that he should have left when Ahsoka did. I think that his life and I'm glad. I'm so glad. Like this I honestly feel like this is such a major but also minor part of the arc. Like this wasn't like like this this changes things. Like this literally this whole arc is crazy and put Palpatine essentially in power and control of everything. Um, that yeah. was like the last, the last little bit of that last thing that he didn't control. Yeah. He now this, has control uh, this over. kids show is about a hostile takeover by a government of uh, the independent financial system. Yeah, but I, I think the thing that really like sticks with me. Well, that's like fine and good. <laughs> Them breaking up means so much, you know, like we know that the Sith are bad. We know that Palpatine is bad. But the fact that that Padme was able to and it's not like she was like, I I like that she acknowledged like our relationship isn't real in any way, shape or form. And it never will be and and leaves him. And I think that that's like more what it's about than his outburst. Like, yeah, sure. He was violent and shitty, but we, we know Anakin has always sort of been like that. And so I yeah. think Padme would fucking move on from it. I That's not the problem. 
The problem is that she had to work with someone who was hitting on her constantly. You know, she had to work with some, and she couldn't just be like, I'm married. The problem is that, like, she has to continually tell people and just what, like, what is she supposed to do? Like, what life is there for Padme and Anakin after the war? What, how, you know what I mean? I Padme doesn't deserve that. Padme deserves to be real married. I wish that Clovis didn't die. I wish that Padme and Clovis got married or something like, um, yeah, Padme's flaw is definitely that she always like she sh- her like her ideal of what her and Anakin could be. She always goes back. She goes back at the end of this. It's like a it's definitely a regression for her after where you're you're like it's a really good interpretation of what's going on. And she like does sort of recognize that like what what are we doing? How can we like it's no longer they're past the honeymoon stage, literally and figuratively. So like it's no longer fun to sneak around. Like they're real adults now. They're not like kids. college kids anymore. Like they were when it started. Padme's a little older, but Padme also has had a weird life. So yeah. I I would I would I sort of have them at like the same sort of mental space a little bit. She's like way more mature in terms of like her she's an actual fucking politician and and negotiator, but she's definitely not emotionally mature when she gets with Anakin. But like they're they're real adults now. Yeah. And I think too, like the thing too is there's just so much. There's just so much. Anakin says that thing, right? Where he's like, as your husband, I demand that you tell Palpatine you will not work with Clovis. And clearly his Anakin is showing, and I get that. <laughs> but it's like, what does it even mean for them to be husband and wife? Is that what it means to Anakin? Like, is bossing her around what it means like what what are the benefits of them being married what is the purpose of them being married and i i wish that they would stay broken up i wish that anakin would leave the jedi order yeah i do think that that is sort of the path that like the the path to them having a relationship after the war is anakin leaves the jedi anakin leaves the jedi becomes a trophy husband at that point he doesn't even need to like serve in the in the military anymore He's like he can he could settle down with Padme and become like he would be a tabloid legend for the rest of his life. Yeah. But like he would he he could. This is where I think that the the chosen one stuff is such a as we've seen in the show is such a burden on him because he feels obligated to buy a, a vague prophecy that is never even clearly stated. He everyone puts so much pressure on him and also like he feels obligated to be that Jedi. And even though every like every one of his lived experiences is telling him to leave the order, like he says to Ahsoka, like they're they are bad for him. It is a toxic relationship between the two of them, Anakin and a whole ass monastery. Like it's just (laughs) it's and it is it's sad. It's sad that Anakin can't leave. Anakin feels he can't leave the Jedi Order. Padme feels that she can't leave Anakin. Sorry, I need one second. All right. Do, 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 musical interlude. Mm-hmm. Act normal. La 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 li la la. La la. That easy bit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So, but yeah, let's let's get into the stuff with the implications, the I guess, of, of Palpatine. Palpatine now, I mean, we, I said it earlier, but he he has control of the one fucking thing he didn't have control of. It was really interesting when it's that bounty hunter that we've seen before, but I can't remember his name. It's Embo. Yes, he was fighting... And and then, you know, he's like petting his dog or whatever. And he's like, OK, we did what we, you know, mission complete. He talks to Dooku or something. And then it's like, cool, you, your mission was a success. Um, and I remember thinking, oh, well, that's interesting because they did get away. Um, and so I think it was really cool to like watch this unfold. And it was like the Clovis being in power was never the goal. It was always for Palpatine to be in power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it seems like and Palpatine has like. Palpatine definitely like is manipulating things on a galactic scale, but he's also frequently manipulating Anakin personally. So I feel like the fact that it's Clovis, that's the Patsy that is, is supposed to like set all this in motion and, and cause the banks to become under Palpatine's control. It's also a side benefit of driving Anakin away from who he cares about. Yeah, absolutely. And Palpatine Palpatine is on his like, 
puppeteering. Like he he is yeah. he is He's doing well in this. Shit. Yeah. But still, I think he, he still knew. Tim Curry. Yeah, unfortunately, but but it, it was such a smart move. Obviously, Clovis was just like in the right position for that. But Clovis is hated by the Republic. The Republic never liked him. And so it's like super easy. To no, be yeah, like, he's like a he's like a known traitor. Yeah. So super fucking easy to be like, cool. We all he he. Hey, we trusted him. I mean, he fucked us over and no one would ever suspect a thing because that's what everyone was expecting from Clovis anyway. Yeah. Well, and Pal- so, uh, yeah, this is definitely these all these episodes are a masterclass by Palpatine. He 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 discredits fives by like gaslight. Yeah, well, gaslight and, gatekeep girl boss. Exactly. He is, he did he does all of those with flying colors. I I always find I I found the Clovis's death scene interesting. Like he <gasps> Like it's it's such an interesting thing because he knows he knows he's fucked anyway. Like he is he his his life is ruined. He's he's going to lose power. But also the fact that he lets he like lets Anakin drop him after realizing, oh, these two are crazy and they need to be together, basically. <laughs> like he and he lets Padme go. He does he out Anakin's him. Like he he does the thing Anakin can't and then dies immediately. But like he he's better at emotions than Anakin while he's dangling off the roof. He accepts his fate and goes and 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 dies. And then Anakin, it is I don't know, I never I never liked the way that they get back together. Like I know you're not supposed to. Like it's it's supposed to be like, okay, this is this is definitely you guys you guys lead wild lives and it sort of means they they're like they're the kind of relationship that only thrives when they're in trouble, really. Yeah, absolutely. Like they um, can do they did that dinner party episode like they can be a couple. But when they're tested, they only are if they're tested by like normal couple things, they have to break up. If they're tested by war, they could be like, oh, we're stronger together. The the aggressive negotiator and the Jedi like the that's they can be their sort of like action hero selves. I love that choice, though, because Anakin had to make a choice safe Padme or. um. Clovis and obviously like he's gonna pick Padme like we of course but it's like I in my little mind I was like you know if he had picked Clovis and and talked and really discussed like what was going on they could have figured it out mm-hmm. they yeah. could have figured it out and 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 I feel that way kind of the same thing with fives right it's like if they had to, if if they'd taken five fucking minutes to talk they would have figured it out and none of the bad the bad shit that is going to happen soon would not happen. And yeah, I think we've definitely the... reached the uh, foreboding, foreshadowing portion of yeah. Clone Wars. Like, <laughs> and, I, and I, I love, and I'm like looking forward to more things where they're like, this one choice, this one thing would have cho- changed the course of history, and yet everything's going to happen the way that it's going to happen because the original will, will the force, baby, revenge of the Sith. <laughs> I the fucking force. I love though. Okay, wait, wait. In the fight with the, everything that happens with Anakin and Clovis, I love. First of all, when Anakin senses the gunshot behind him, I was like, "Hey, that's the force, baby. That's the force. That was the force, baby." So I was yeah. like, "Look at that. He sensed the, it because of the force." <laughs> the force. The force definitely has a spidey sense component to it. And then I love when we talked about this a little bit earlier. I love the fight with his with his metal hand because there's that moment where Clovis like punches Anakin's hand and yeah. hits the and metal like, and hear that little thing. And I loved it. Yeah. And I Clovis like, doesn't really know Anakin well enough to know that he's has like a got a metal hand so he's got a yeah. like at some point it's like is he a fucking droid what the fuck yeah um, <laughs> um i just love that i love the met- i love whenever the metal hand comes up because it really doesn't come off that often like if you didn't know for sure that he had it you would yeah, just yeah i've showed I you on. i think that like uh that comic where obi-wan's that fan comic where some, obi-wan says give me a hand and uh anakin yeats his just hand up throws there. it yeah <laughs> i love that man yeah, well, and I, it is so funny. Like, it, it's it's a realistic depiction of a fight where Clovis, who is a politician, like he is not a he's a well built guy, but he is like a soft dude, and he's gonna take on a a like the chosen a warrior, one, a warrior monk, like and like somebody who is actively serving in the military. Like, he has to be in shape because he goes and fights a war every day. And Clovis is like, I'm gonna take him while he's mad. After I've yeah. discovered his secret so wife. So fucking funny. 
so fucking funny. He's like, why don't you fight me like a real man? And Anakin goes, yeet. And like, yeet his, he, he, his he, lightsaber. He, it just, he, it's just he fucked around and found Clovis. out. He fucked around and found out. Fucking. Oh, and this is, this is where so like, good. so I've been, I've been dancing around this for a while, but Rex shows up right in that scene. Isn't Rex in these episodes? He like very briefly. He, I think he's briefly in these episodes, but I don't think he's in this moment. I know. I, mean, I, th- I think it's the. I'm going to the wiki. It's something the Coruscant guards later yeah, it's on. Yes, because it's the Coruscant yeah, guards the, who are it's, popping it's, up, and it's that like last great last stand of a clone. Um, for that guy who who he tried to with his chain gun tried to take on the whole droid army. Um. Okay. No. I there was there was I swear there's a moment where Rex like it's 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 where it's very obvious that Rex knows about Anakin and Padme. Not the one you're thinking of, Calvin. I'll find it. That one's later, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, it's been an interesting thing as a part of like Rex and Anakin's relationship that I've been noting as we go through the series, especially post-Deserter, once Rex like grows a personality. Yeah, but that's pretty much everything I have to say about this group of episodes. I, I definitely, pref- I had more fun with the fives. The the banking shit doesn't interest me, and Clovis's background, like his tragic backstory, doesn't interest me. But I like seeing Anakin's relationship with Padme, and I fucking hate Palpatine. I can't wait yeah, for this next set of episodes. It's, it's definitely like a the fives one is like it's got galaxy spanning implications, but also it is like an entertaining group of episodes. I think this doesn't entirely land its a plot, but really excels in the character work. Like the the bank stuff like is consequential. And once you get to the end where he takes over, you're like, oh, shit, this is like really important. But it's not that interesting until we get there. Whereas the fives thing is like, OK, well, what the fuck is going on? Wh- what is happening? And then twists and turns. And I'm excited for the next group of episodes as well. Oh, man. as we're talking about the four, not the not the two that we have to watch, <laughs> but the, 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 the one after that. Speaking um, of uh, next time. On First Step Star Wars podcast, we give our good friend Jar Jar some screen time. Season six, episodes eight through 13. So we have The Disappeared, The Disappeared Part Two, The Lost One, Voices, Destiny, and Sacrifice. Yeah, those are the ones, the last four are the ones I'm excited about. We, You were talking about The Force briefly. I think this is the really the first time they were actually going to give you some actual lore on the force the force baby after yeah. the nearly force. an entire television series and two movies where they're mentioning it constantly but never talking never about like what it is it, except for qui-gon briefly being like the cells the midichlorians which, which was not fucking helpful at all oh yeah yeah thank you for listening you've Thanks. been a great audience yeah may the force be with you swag swag Thank you guys for listening to First Steps, a Star Wars podcast. You can find us on Facebook at First Steps, a Star Wars podcast, on Twitter at First Steps SW, and on Instagram at First Steps Star Wars. You can stream us on any of the major podcast handles, and you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs>